Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Well, welcome back, my friends. I am Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women manage their emotional eating without deprivation or complicated meal plans so they can show up fully in their life and their career. And you guys, I am very excited to announce my Patreon program. It is up and running, and I have to say I am providing my patrons some really exciting content. Um, So Patreon is a way for you to support what I do and being able to provide you weekly episodes of valuable content ad-free. As a Patreon subscriber, you get exclusive access to behind-the-scenes content, private workshops, and free digital downloads. You won't want to miss this, my friends. So if you would like to become a Patreon subscriber and support the Lose Your Cravings podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash lose your cravings. I'll also put the link in the show notes. Okay, my friends, on to our topic for this episode. Today, I wanted to share some lessons that I have learned from my daughter. (laughs) I have been thinking about creating this episode for a while now, and I guess that there is no better time like the present. So here we go. If you know my daughter, either personally or through social media, which truthfully, I don't share too much of her on social media, usually on stories, but if you know her, you know she is has quite the personality. She is truly her own person. She's strong-willed, determined, and hilarious. She can command a group and captivate people's attention. She can get a group of kids or adults to listen to her and follow her. She has no fear when it comes to talking to people or asking for things she wants. She has a sense of style all her own and loves accessories, and she oftentimes chooses her accessories and puts on her accessories before she puts on her clothes. (laughs) And through her six years on this earth, I have learned so much from her, so much from her gusto and just lack of worrying about what other people think about her. (laughs) And I wanted to share those with you. So I have five lessons that I have learned from her that I am going to share with you today. Lesson number one, slow down. This lesson was rust into my face after I um, had my daughter via C-section or cesarean section and had a very difficult recovery. Um, I went from working out, paddleboarding, practicing yoga, hiking, all the things active to barely being able to walk around the block. I had high expectations of what my recovery would look like. You know, I had seen women have C-sections and bounce right back and be, you know, back in the gym right after their six-week checkup. And I thought I was going to be that person. Like, that's me. That's exactly what I'm going to do. But little did I know there was another plan for me. Having my daughter brought me to a screeching halt. After the birth of my daughter, I felt like I had been hit by a semi-truck. I was in a lot of pain, both physically and mentally. This forced me to slow down. In fact, I was in the hospital on bed rest for a week after she was born due to medical complications. I was literally forced to be in bed. And then when I returned home, I was barely able to walk and get out of bed. 
working out was out of the question. I was forced to slow down and focus on my daughter and my recovery. Though it was very frustrating at the time because I had these high expectations. You know, I I know there was a reason for this though, right? It gave me time to be with my daughter, to focus on what really mattered and to reevaluate my relationship with working out and activity and all that. So before I had my daughter, I worked out to stay fit and stay the weight I was, right? It was like this weight maintenance type of tool. I was working out to burn calories and to make gains. After having my daughter, I realized that I didn't need that, that it didn't really fit into my life anymore. So I shifted the way I looked at working out to one of caring for my body, taking care of my body and creating a healthy body. And sometimes that looked like a CrossFit workout. And sometimes that looked like yin yoga. I learned to listen to my body and do what it was telling and asking me to do versus what I thought I should be doing, what other people were telling me I should be doing. And it took me slowing down to realize that my body was asking for this, that it didn't want to be at the gym five days a week or work out twice a day. It wanted to build strength, but also allow for ease and comfort through yoga and walking. Now that I'm writing notes on this on this lesson or this episode, right, I feel like I could write an entire episode on this topic, but I will stick to slowing down in relationship to working out. The next lesson I learned from my daughter is enjoy the little things. Watching my daughter grow and develop from a baby to a toddler to a child, I was able to see the world in a new way. A baby or toddler is discovering the world for the first time. This is the first time they see bubbles, the first time they play with water, the first time they hear music, the first time they sit in the sand. They are experiencing the world for the first time. And through watching her grow up, I was able to re-experience the world for the first time. I was able to see the world through her eyes, through her reactions, and eventually through her words. Seeing the joy on a child's face as they go for a walk and see some birds is amazing. And this brings you joy, right? These are birds that I'm like, eh, they're birds, right? But put a child in there and they are so excited to see birds. And it just brings you joy. You also start to see the world in a new way. You see it as new and exciting and are grateful for every moment. Though you may not realize it at the time when your child is scream crying or just projectile vomiting in the back of the car but you appreciate the small things that you used to just gloss over or think were just part of the background. Like they faded into the background. You didn't notice them. All of a sudden things come into the foreground and you are seeing the world in a different way by appreciating the little things. The next lesson is probably one of the biggest I learned through my daughter. And it was mostly because of my daughter that I worked on this area of my life. And that was allowing my emotions. Yes, allowing my emotions. 
Once my daughter was born, I was determined not to pass on my poor relationship with food, my emotional eating, and feeling out of control around food to her. She was my motivation to finally figure this thing out. I didn't want her to hear me body shame myself, see me overeating, you know, out of a pint of ice cream or impulsively eating throughout the day. I wanted to show her what a healthy relationship with food looks and sounds like. The only problem is that I wasn't sure how to do it. So I started working with Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School, and she helped me learn so much about cravings, emotions, and overeating and how to manage them all. Through time and a lot of hard work, I was able to understand and put into action how to allow my emotions instead of eating food. I understand emotions so much better than I ever have. And I feel that this has really helped me um, help my daughter to have a healthy relationship with food and how to really understand and process her emotions in a healthy way. Learning to allow my emotions and manage my emotional eating, my cravings and overeating is one of the hardest things that I had to do in life besides creating and having a baby. But it was definitely a difficult thing. It required me to step outside of my comfort zone so that I could grow into a person who knows how to manage their emotional eating. It was it was just me against me. That's it. Right? It was learning how to allow cravings and not resist or give into them. It was understanding what an emotion is and what it feels like in the body and how to allow an uncomfortable emotion. It forced me to stare my relationship with food and my body in the eye and get real with it. It helped me discover compassion and curiosity around my relationship with food and body. And really to let go of judgment, to let go of guilt and let go of shame. It helped me shift my thoughts around food and look at food differently so that I didn't crave foods that I felt were irresistible. And I never would have had that drive to do this work if it had not been for my daughter. Okay, the next lesson is a hard one, especially when going from a highly, being a highly independent person to a mother of a high energy, strong-willed, mind of her own daughter. And this lesson is patience. Yes, my friends, patience. I have been told by many people that I'm a very patient person, but nothing I had ever done in life, including my years of nannying and teaching, prepared me for this. I had to dig deep and let go of a lot when I became a mother. All those expectations of what being a mother would be like, I had to let go of those. The expectation of what having a baby would be like, how to let go of that. The expectations of what you want your child to be like, how to let go of that. And the expectations of what my life would be like as a mother, how to let go of that. I had to let go of all of it. And this is not easy, letting go of expectations. But when I did, something changed. I felt lighter and freer. This is also known as radical acceptance. 
accepting what is and letting go of what we think things should be like. As a working mom, I thought my daughter would nap at a scheduled time and I could get work done and schedule appointments and calls at those times. Guess what? My daughter was never on a schedule. And when she gave up her naps at three years old, I was wondering how I was going to survive. So I had to let go of this idea of how my life and career would look like and be open to what was. Be open to the fact that she wasn't sleeping today and I wouldn't be able to get work done. And I thought I was going to be able to get it done, right? I had to be flexible and understanding. And once I was, I was able to get so much more done because I was no longer angry or upset when things didn't go as planned, but I was understanding and open, which helped me find little ways of getting things done or asking for help or getting somebody to watch my daughter. Patience. It's still a work in progress, my friends. (laughs) Okay, the last lesson that I'm going to share with you, certainly not the last I've ever learned in total, but the last lesson I'm sharing with you is empathy. It's amazing how much empathy a little human can have when they haven't been influenced by life. My daughter is able to recognize how other people are feeling and understand their emotions. She can relate so well when someone is not feeling well and can just be with them, just give them a hug and be like, it's okay, I'm here for you. Seeing her empathy, not only for people, but for animals too, has been such an amazing model for how I can show empathy and that it's actually a thing, right? I think as we grow up and like are just influenced by life, we kind of forget about empathy. Almost like I forgot about, um, I forgot what empathy is and really how to show it until I had my daughter and saw it in her. These are just a few of the lessons that I've learned from my daughter. Now, I encourage you to see who you can learn from. Maybe it's a parent, a good friend, a child, a family member, or a pet. What lessons can you learn from other people? I think it is useful to look at other people or pets in our lives and see what we can learn from them from their perspective, from their life experiences, and from their wisdom. What can you learn from someone else? Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on this podcast, and I I invite you to leave an honest review on whatever podcast app you are listening on. This helps us show up higher on the search results, and therefore we can reach and help more people. I would greatly appreciate it. And join me for my next episode where I share why discomfort can be a good sign. It's going to be fun, my friends. Until next time, have a great week. Bye.